0: Hello again everyone this is Mark Stenson and today we're unlocking your world of creativity, inspiring creative thinking, thinking about tools to organize our ideas and most important to make the connections to get our creative work out into the world and it's my pleasure to be able to talk to people in all sorts of businesses and industries to explore the creative thinking, creative ideas that come out of their industries and it's just my pleasure today to have Devin Bravaco, her company is Just Divine Properties in New Jersey. Devin, welcome to the program.
1: Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Unlocking the world of creativity with Mark Stimson.
0: Devin Bravaco. Her company is Just Divine Properties. And I think a lot of people think, you know, when real estate and redevelopment and buying and selling properties, quote unquote, what's so creative about that? It's just hard work. You got to do it. But there's so much creativity. I know that you apply to the business. Maybe even today, is there a creative challenge that's on your desk that you know you'll have to face for the day?
1: Yeah, of course. No, thank you. Thank you again. And I am, yeah, I'm excited to be here. And it's so interesting to me because I've been through several different industries, if you will, uh, and kind of use my creativity in different ways. And so I've basically everything that I've done to build up to where I am now, I've basically been able to take pieces from it and really put it into my business now that that we grow. And so, you know, the creativity comes from how you work with the different sellers, how you work with different clients, how you work with each other and being creative and creative financing, creative closing, like how to get the best deal. Our goal is to make sure that the sellers feel like they're getting the best deal and that they are. And we, we try to give them exactly what we want. So creative financing, how do we close that way? Then you go into the creativity of project management and how do you get creative with who you bring in the trades? Like, especially you think of COVID right now, like how do you get creative to continue building, but also be safe? Like, I don't want to jeopardize anybody with that, either. you know, going into our projects. Like, that's a home that we're building for somebody else. Like I don't want somebody to come out of it getting sick or, you know, not feeling safe because there's too many people in the house. So, you know, you have that creativity aspect. And then on top of it, we do a design aspect where we actually work with homeowners and they hire us. We bring in our crews and I do all the interior design and, you know, from every picking of finishes from the faucet color to the faucet type. to what the, every, every little piece that goes into it, I pick. And, you know, I do that for all of our projects as well. And so that's a different creativity piece. So I think like, I guess when you define creativity, it's so broad, there's so many different ways of it. And it's so cool to be able to use your mind in so many different ways to really be creative and innovate and, and work with each person individually.
0: Mm-hmm. And it sounds like, you know, when you're talking about that creativity, boy, listen to the range, you know, from the financing to the design and hiring the trades, Are you able to pivot your brain? You know, it's like, I've got to think financing today. And then later this afternoon, you know, I'll be working on designing a new kitchen. How do you flip those switches?
1: That's such a great question, Mark. I think like it's so hard, but I think at the same time, like being an entrepreneur, it's all about pivoting. It's all about like figuring out and putting the right people in the right places. So it's like to have those conversations, who do you put in that place to be like, this is my expert in, you know, creative financing. This is my expert in design. Like, how do you have those different areas? And so, yes, can I flip the switch? I can. It takes me, I can't lie. It takes me a minute. Like, especially like I'm big on, you know, I come from the event planning world. So I'm big on planning and I make sure like my calendar is planned out for the week. My calendar is planned out for the day. And so, you know, I go into the day knowing kind of where my mind has to go And can I, yeah, of course, there's always things, especially being an entrepreneur, there's always things that are gonna come up that like weren't planned and you have to kind of morph to it. But you know, I think me coming from the event planning world, that really helps me in this aspect because I'm used to things like not going as planned because that's (laughs) what you do as a planner. You're always adjusting and adapting and moving. And so I guess to answer your question in a whole, yes, I can pivot very fast and I can adjust really quickly. You know, I do think that's one of like my superpowers where I'm able to adjust quickly. But is it easy? No, it's not. Like, you know, your my brain sometimes is so focused on the design elements of things and like working with like the architectural pieces and then picking out what tile goes with what and then what vanity goes with what and then what grout goes with the tile to make sure that the vanity matches. You know, and my head is so focused on that, that then somebody's like, hey, I need to check for this amount. Uh, can I get it at this time? And you're like, uh, hold on one sec. Like my my brain's not there. I'll call you back in ten minutes. Like, I'll get
0: back to you. know,
1: yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, yes, the answer is yes, but let me just get into that. You know, so um, you know, I think a lot of it is just really being true to yourself and knowing who you are and knowing what you need to do to get there and, mm-hmm. and to be the best person that you could be, the best person you could be for your company and. And partner and, 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 you know, all different aspects.
0: Well, and to pick up that idea of partner, I I heard you say also, you know, I got to find the best person for the job or the best solution for my client. It sounds like, you know, you're also the creativity is in who should I team up with? Not do I have to figure out all the answers myself, right?
1: Exactly. I think that's the best part about being an entrepreneur is that you have the authority to bring in the people that are the experts. Like you don't need to be the expert at each area, but you need to find the experts in those areas. And you need to obviously be able to speak their language and talk with them and and collaborate. But it's not like you don't have to do everyone's job. It's you bringing people in to build the team that's around you, that supports you. And that stands like on like the best foot forward and supports you as a team. So it's like when this person comes in, like this is part of Just Properties, like this is a team. It's it's really cool because like, for example, we have a design assistant who she helps me source everything. She gives me spreadsheets. She gives me, you know, all this different stuff and I'll give her exactly like what I'm like envisioning. But like sometimes I don't have the time to sit and source and find what's in stock, especially with COVID, like things are back ordered, you know, things are overpriced and when can you really get them and, and all that stuff. And so I, I think, you know, if it wasn't for her, I like, there'd be so many things that I'd be back, you know, like delayed on because, but she's great at that and, and she's really helpful and she helps push our business forward. So, you know, to, to answer your question, it's, the creativity also comes from the, the team that you build and who you surround yourself with.
0: So good. You know, and I think maybe like many people, I'm spoiled in watching HGTV and I think, oh, well, one day they wield the uh, sledgehammers and knock down the cabinets. <laughs> and the next day, look, it's a beautiful home. I know. <laughs> what, what are the creative aspects in the middle? What really does it take? Oh, I-
1: one of those how things. long do you have <laughs> <laughs> um i mean you know it all comes from like an idea and i i mean i i think it's one of my superpowers but i also think it's somewhere that i struggle is that i can envision things and so sometimes it's hard to take it out of my head and put it on paper and so you know i'm in business with my fiance so my fiance obviously my business partner for the business and then my yeah. partner in life and so you know we go back and forth because he sometimes can't visualize like what I see. And I'm like trying to explain it. I'm like, but I like it just, just trust me. And like, he's very good at that. Like he kind of lets me go and, you know, and just trust the process and trust me. But sometimes it's hard because like I go into a property and I have this full vision of like what the design layout's going to be, what the, the architectural pieces are going to be, like what the openings of a doorway is going to be like, and I visualize this. And then, you know, I, I love to see it come to life because like sometimes in the construction process you know things are moving forward but like we've even had neighbors come by and say like oh like not moving so fast is it i'm like you don't even know we passed like five inspections in the past week and like we have all these footings dug and yeah, like all this yeah i'm like well go away <laughs> um but no like i mean it's true though because you just don't realize like there's so many pieces that lead up to it and so you know, for my eyes, it's so exciting to be able to plan those pieces and then see it come to life. So like, you know, for example, we're doing a big new build in um, in Chatham, New Jersey right now. And we essentially kept one wall and kept the foundation and built a 2,400 square foot house on top of it. And so for that one, you know, it's a long process. So you meet with the architect, And you go through all the plans and we, you know, I bring in my team there because I bring in my contractor. I bring in obviously me and my business partner. I bring in our, our agent, like, and then we have the architect there. And like, yes, can I do it by myself with the architect? I can, but like, I'm not the expert that's going to be selling the house. Like I, and I'm not the expert that's going to be building the house. So like, I want those people in the rooms because one we're all in it together. I don't want to give a plan that says, Hey, this is what I came up with. Go, you know, right, because right. it's not because it
0: technically, sense. technically. Yeah. You're wrong. Right.
1: Exactly. If it doesn't make sense for my agent to sell, then we're not going to get the price that we want. If it doesn't make sense for my contractor children, like materials shows that I have in there are not going to keep us on budget. You know, it's doing us a disservice. If me and Justin don't agree on certain things, then it's not going to be the easiest of processes. And so, it's really important to have that team in place and to move forward with it. So you have the architectural pieces and you're building and then you're picking out measuring, you have like ideas, I have like a vision board of like what I envision like but it, it obviously it's not you know, it's not exact and then you have like 3D renderings or you have pictures like there's like all these different pieces that come together. And so then, then you have the delivery and they're all in boxes and you're like, okay, cool. I hope it looks great. I <laughs> hope it matches what my vision install. board
0: said. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
1: And I'm like trying to peek in the boxes. Everything's covered. I'm like, I can't even go in the boxes because I'm going to ruin something. So you just have to be patient with the process.
0: Well, my guest is Devin Bravaco. She's a real estate professional in New Jersey. And Devin, I also wanted to ask you, you know, beyond just sort of the buying and selling of properties, you've got a bigger vision too of trying to improve these communities, you know, make the neighborhoods grow and, and prosper. How how does that fit into your thinking? That it's not just the individual yeah. home you're trying to market?
1: Yeah, thank you so much for asking that that really is like my core. That is like what I care about the most, honestly, is people. And yes, we're like building beautiful homes and we're doing all these other pieces that's improving neighborhoods, but it's really about the people. It's about making people feel good about what you're doing. It's about making people like trust you, like making people like really value what you do, who you are. It's hard with COVID because Justin and I used to every house that we would buy, (laughs) we would actually like handwrite cards and we would make handmade cookies and individually wrap them and we would go up and down the blocks of the neighborhood of where we bought the house and introduce ourselves and give our card and be like hey you know if anything comes up if you see something if there's something that's bothering you if guys are being too loud i mean our, our construction workers for some reason are the quietest people ever so we've never had that like they don't even listen to music like they're super quiet But like, if there's loud music, if there's this, if there's that, if something's going on, if you know somebody that's in a situation that needs to get out, like we can buy their house, like just introduce yourselves and say like, we're excited to be here. That really has given us the opportunity then to really get to know the neighborhood, get to know what people want. Like then people will call us and be like, hey, this tree always, when the tree, when the the wind blows, the tree always knocks out the power surface. And we're like, okay, can we take it down for you? I've literally had like my subcontractors go to our property to do work. And then they'll call me being like the neighbor needs like the leaves blown off their house. And I'm like, just do it. It's filming me for it. It's fine. Or like they have extra mulch left over. This just happened actually on our, our recent project. There was extra mulch left over after the landscaping. And there's like this little old lady who lives next door who just is the sweetest and it has been really sweet to us. And we noticed that her yard wasn't mulched yet. We're like, go mulch your yard too. You know, mm-hmm. those are just like the things that like, it just makes me feel good about like what we do and who we are to a core. There's this one lady that lives behind us at our Chatham project who just the sweetest, sweetest lady. Like I brought her like a whole meal. Like she, you know, she's older. She doesn't have much family around. I like feel like she's like my grandma. Like I want, I wish like she's the grandma that I no longer have. And like, I just really, I really care about her. Like she texts me all the time. We talk each week, you know, when she's not right next door, she's behind our house. Like I don't go by her house every day, but You know, she was really good friends with the person that lived in our house that we're building and she needed a new front door. So I gave her the front door and we had somebody install it for her. And now it's like a piece of her friend is with her and bring her Thanksgiving. I brought her like a meal for Christmas because she's not with family. She doesn't have any family around. And I mean, there's certain things, I guess, I'm going on, I'm like on a tangent, but like the, it's really what I care about the most is really about the people and basically helping the communities, improving the communities, but really helping people and being the people that we are, just trying to do the most that we can for everyone.
0: Oh, sure. And no need to apologize for going to a tangent because I, I don't think you're going to a sidebar. I think you're going deeper into your passion. I mean, how how many realtors do we all know that are looking for the listing, they come and go with the uh, for sale sign in the front yard, and you never see or hear from them again. But you're talking about right down to we had some extra mulch, can we share that with you? Or, you know, there's a lady down the street who's lonely, and I wanted to bring her a meal. I don't think that that's a marketing ploy, a marketing tool.
1: <laughs> Honestly, and it's really like you know, I don't mean to say like because we don't like we do it because that's who we are, but we have gotten a lot of deals from that as well. And we've gotten then people care and they want it, they want to refer us to other people. And again, like I do it because, like, and I you know, I have goosebumps, like I do it because I care about these people and I don't do it for myself. You know, it's not like this is the marketing strategy, I'm gonna be nice and then pretend, you know, like that's yeah, not that's me at nice all. Is not a strategy. <laughs> Yeah. I'm grateful for it though, because I've been able to expand our business that way. And then we stay in contact with a lot of these people. One of the people that actually bought one of our properties, he left, like he started following us and really liked who we are. And so now he actually goes to our properties every week and takes, um, he's like building his portfolio for photography and videography. And so he goes and with his drone or with his cameras and he takes pictures and videos of our properties each week and documents them. And I mean, we met him because we sold a house to him and he liked our house and he liked who we were and wanted to be around us. And that's the biggest honor that I could possibly ask for in anything. And that's exactly why I do what I do.
0: Well, and look at those creative connections that you're talking about. You know, so far you've talked about designers and maybe financing or mortgage people. Here's a photographer that you've met. And and this is what I I think a lot of entrepreneurs, and I'll say struggle. I don't know if they struggle or just don't think this way, but all the people around them that want you to succeed and are willing to help you. Yes.
1: Yeah. It's so true. And now, you know, when we started off, I'm a person, I ask so many questions and I know it's so annoying and I'm just like so curious and I'm always trying to learn something else and there's, I want to like do things like right, I do, you know, I don't want to make the mistakes So like I ask questions to try to eliminate mistakes and in the beginning like we would ask questions to people and there were some people that were very, very giving. And, you know, forthcoming with information. And then there's some people that kind of held back, never really wanted to give you recommendations on who to use for a plumber or who to use for whatever. And, you know, from the very start, Justin and I said, like, we're always going to give recommendations. Like, we will give, you know, I'll give you whoever you want. Like, you need somebody, I'll give you that, like, our contacts. Because, like I want to help other people too. Like I'm not in this business because I want to purchase every house possible, and like it's just my business. You know, it's my business against the world. We all build up together. We all work together. We're gonna run into each other again sometime. And so, I mean, I'm the first person to say, like, who do you need? What contact do you need? Who do you? What do you need in your business right now? Can I help you? And it- and it's also a relationship. Like if you work with my plumber and you aren't kind and nice and supportive of my plumber, like he doesn't want to work with you either so Mm -hmm. like that's up to you like and I'll always say it I'm like here you know take this person best of luck let me know how you know but I don't hold that information because I feel like you know like the simple saying like sharing is caring like it just makes you like feel good and you know you work up to it why why hold your success when you can share it with other people
0: Ah, uh, so true. You know, and as we're talking about real estate and communities and connections, I think about our mutual connection and friend, Katerina Stepanova, that we met at one of the first PodMax events that you put together. And I think she has that vision too. It's like, I'm not just investing and in, yeah, you know, well, she's in mobile home park and investing, but I'm not, I'm not just trying to buy mobile home parks. I'm trying to build a, a neighborhood, and that neighborhood yeah. thinking is really what you're talking about here too. And it's not just literally the neighborhood, meaning a three block radius around the house, but you're you're really talking about the community of contractors and other providers uh, as well, aren't you?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And Katerina is so sweet too. I've actually connected people with her that also wanted to do mobile home park, and they love her. I mean, and that that's not like mobile home parks like like, I'm interested in but like right now that's not like my
0: well exactly I'm not
1: down that path but there's people that want to be in it and so I'm like here you guys connect like and like they've both come back like being like this is an amazing connection thank you so much like and that's exactly it because like it's helping Katarina build her brand and build who she is and then it's other people seeing her. And then at the same time, these people that are really interested in mobile home parks, like she's killing it in the industry. So like, why not share that? And then this person's so happy because they're growing from her knowledge. And so it really is, it it is like a win-win. Like, I just don't understand, like, why not share it all? <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Well, right. And, you know, it also occurs to me that, like Katarina, but only because we're talking about her, you know, she switched fields and careers from, you know, in advertising, marketing, and all of a sudden said, "I want to be in this real estate investing." You know, we you went from event planning, and somebody says, "Boy, that's that's a big bridge to cross uh, to real estate and redevelopment and rebuilding houses and so forth." Uh, what what were the connections though? I mean, you you crossed into a new field, but you were applying some of the same creative principles, I would imagine.
1: Yeah, no, I so appreciate you asking that. It's so funny to me because I actually planned like my first event when I was five years old. It's like kind of a joke, but like I planned like this mock wedding and I thought I was like really cool. And like I always was like, I'm going to be a New York City event planner. Like that was always my dream. I graduated college. I did. I worked in the World Financial Center in Manhattan as a corporate event planner um, for a financial firm. And I was there for s- over seven years. And it was my first job out of college. And it was it was actually my only job, at, like my only corporate job. And I mean, I, I loved it. And I met some really incredible people that I'm still really close with. It got to a point though that, Like event planning, it's it's tough. You're planning for portfolio managers. You're planning for financial advisors. It's very demanding. You travel a lot. It got to a point that I felt like me to my core and my morals were being compromised. Like I almost feel like I lost myself a little bit in it. You're traveling, you're staying at these beautiful places. Like you're having chefs cook you meals every night, you know, and I'm so grateful for all of those experiences and for everyone that I met along the way. Like I have nothing bad to say about them but I just felt like I was lost. And so it got to a point, you know, my fiance and I hit a place in life that really upset us completely, you know, and my, my fiance actually went, started going to treatment, was gone for about 45 days. And that really, I think shook my world a lot. And I'm saying it like, I mean, it shook my world, like Mm kind of upside down backwards and it really it kind of put like life in perspective. And it was like, we were engaged. We were living in Jersey city, working in Manhattan. You know, he was in the same industry. I was, you know, we were making great money. We lived in this beautiful apartment. We had a dog. Like it all sounds good on paper, but I never saw him. I was always traveling. He obviously was struggling and I didn't know that he was struggling and There was so many things that just like happen at once. And I feel like life just hit us sideways, upside down, backwards, every which way. And I was like left with myself and I was, but I'm not happy with myself. And so it took like, it, it took a lot in me to really realize like, this isn't the life that I want. This isn't the life that I want to build with my partner. This isn't, you know, I want him healthy. I want, I want to be happy, like It doesn't like money doesn't buy happiness. And, like, yes, we were both making six figures. We lived a beautiful lifestyle on paper. And so many people would want our life, but both of us just were not happy. And so I guess, you know, after we kind of went through like a few months of it and, and gratefully, you know, we were together and and trying to figure out what was next. I had always like remembered my parents had rental properties and that's what put us through college. And, and it was just always interesting because my parent I mean, my parents managed it themselves. And so it was constantly like a conversation and, you know, we were interested in real estate, Justin and I tried to do it on our own. It just didn't make sense. Like we just, like the numbers weren't making sense. It wasn't all coming down. It just, it, it was like all over the place. And so we actually, you know, at that point, like I turned my life over to God and I was like, please, somebody else help me because I can't do it myself. And it was just more, So we were actually driving to church and Justin heard a radio ad and we were like, okay, let's try this. And so we we joined like an educational program that helped expedite our learning. And it really, I mean, you know, I know everyone has like their own feelings for, for educational services, but at that time, I think that that helped us so much in our career because it, it just expedited our learn, like, and minimized our learning curve, even to be honest, it expedited so much and it just gave us the confidence and the help and the guidance to, to get to the next level faster. And so we really then jumped all in. He actually quit his job shortly after I stayed with my job for another year until actually my job was going through an acquisition. And so, you know, it came down to it and they were like, you had to enter every person individually had to interview for their job for the role. And I remember going into the interview and like, I knew that in my heart, I didn't want to be there, but I was still scared to take that step. And so I didn't know what I w- really wanted to do. And I went into that interview. So like wishy washy and nervous. And like, I'm like, I know I'm going to get a job. I know that I'm a great event planner. I know all this stuff. And they're like, but do you want it? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. I'm kind of like open to trying something new. So like, I don't know, you know? And so like, obviously is somebody going to hire you at that point? No. And so I actually, I ended up getting what I wanted. I obviously didn't put my foot but best foot forward but I tried um and so I actually got a package at that point and then started going full-time in real estate investing and so haven't looked back since and it's been an amazing journey it hasn't been the easiest by any means but I'm really grateful for it and where I'm at today and I'm I feel like I'm finally like myself again and I'm just like super happy that I followed my passion and followed my heart and didn't stick into something just because the money was good when I wasn't happy Mm
0: mm-hmm Devin, I can't thank you enough for sharing that whole journey i think a lot of people imagine entrepreneurs especially the ones that might be doing well oh they're so lucky they started a business everything's going peachy keen but you've really showed us the the roller coaster of life and how sometimes you know we're given the opportunity to start a business meaning you know we have to start something different we have to make a change your your story is one of business one of faith one of uh, you know love and partnership you know it's it's so much more than how do we buy and sell real estate? And I, I just, I think those stories uh, under the hood of life, you know, it just, it even inspires me to make sure that I listen more completely when I'm having conversations with business people. Because do you think business is the only thing going on in their mind, especially these days? You know, there, there's probably other things in life that we need to listen for, isn't there? It's so
1: true. I'm like, I mean, it, they're people and everyone, you know, there's, there's that mental health part that people are so shameful of and different parts of it. And I, like, I remember we actually just closed on a house um, on December 31st and we found it off market. It was like this whole thing. And the gentleman that lived there, you know, his parents had passed away and he kind of let the house go then. And he just lost control of it. And I remember meeting him and going through his house and being like, Oh my gosh, like how does somebody Live like this, it broke my heart, and I honestly like like and gone through the, like I literally I got in my car afterwards, and I just started crying, and I was like, I just feel bad because like I know that buying his house will give him a chance to start over and to try something new, and like it literally it gets me emotional because. I was like, I feel like there like there has to be something more that I could do for him because he's struggling so much and he has been through so much. And yes, I am gonna buy his house. And yes, like I'm gonna give him that new chance. But I don't know. Like, and I still like I still think of it to this day because like I don't know what else I could do for him. And like I, I honestly I keep him in my thoughts a lot because I, I feel for him because like I've been there when like your back is against the wall and you're like, what do I do next? And I've been, you know, not to his same situation, but in a different situation. And so I just really think that at a core, yes, we own a real estate investment business. And yes, like we buy and sell houses, but at a core, it's all about the people. And it's really just about helping people in different ways.
0: Right. Well, I think that goes to the core of what you were saying about your people passions, you know, and you had a line on your website, if I recall, it says full service real estate solutions and i thought to myself well there's that you know i'm a real estate solutions is that just a fancy way it's like no you're you're saying i want to creatively solve people's problems help them with their issues and and full service doesn't mean you know this breadth of services it means a full commitment to do what needs yeah. to be done and it's very admirable
1: well, thank you i appreciate that you know i i was raised by you know my parents that are very giving and I grew up seeing that every day and I'm, you know, very, very grateful for that because like that, that's me and that's what I want to do. And that's what I want to help. Yes. Like, I mean, you know, we always say it like, should we charge for certain things that we offer? Probably. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't care. Like it'll come full circle. Like I'm not going to charge someone just because just to charge them and to make a dollar. Like, I know that it'll come full circle somehow, some way. And it'll feel better that way.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Take care of the people and the profit will surely follow, right?
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Well, listeners, I hope like me, you were surprised to come to a creativity podcast where you thought you were going to hear about real estate and property development. And we heard so much more. We heard about a creative approach to business. We heard a creative approach to life. And Devin uh, Bravaco, I just can't thank you enough for sharing your journey.
1: Well, thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure and I hope everyone enjoys.
0: Yes. Where can we connect with you and your company?
1: Uh, So we are out there, Just Divine Properties, uh, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, You can reach out to me at devon at Properties.com, Follow us, like us, share. Um, I'm very active on all social media. So reach out. would love to chat.
0: And definitely, listeners, take her up on that because she also has a lot of other creative connections. And so uh, it's, it's always good to have those resources when you say, I, I need a creative spark. Well, Devin would be a great person for you. So Devin, thanks again for being on the program.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: So listeners, this is just an example of what you get when you listen to this podcast. You know, it is unlocking your world of creativity and you bring the keys to really learn develop and apply these skills of creativity yes it's about a spark of new ideas but it's also an approach to your business an approach to your ideas to make the connections to get the right people into your business and into your life in order to give you that confidence and give you the resources you need to get your work up and out into the world so thanks for joining us we look forward to having you next time i'm mark stenson Locking Your World of Creativity with Mark Stinson. Copyright 2021. We host our podcast with Captivate, the world's only growth-oriented podcast host. You can too. If you have a podcast, get your first seven days totally free when you use the referral link in the show notes. Get the full potential of your podcast when you host with Captivate.fm. I'm Mark Stinson. You can connect with me on LinkedIn or check out my website at www.mark-stinson.com. Thanks for listening.